Hi, you're listening to Bridal and Ride on Air. I'm Caitlin, and welcome to your go-to horse lovers podcast. Have you ever wondered, what does a noseband do? Or, do riders know why they use them? If you're curious, listen to this pod. everyone. Well, before opening this can of worms and discussing nosebands, I'd like everyone just to stand still and think about one thing. If you're using a noseband, is the desired outcome truly being achieved by the action of the noseband you're using? I think that's the first question you always need to ask yourself when you're considering your noseband, how tightly you're fitting it, and if you do or you don't need it, or if it is or it isn't the right model, shape or type for your horse. I know it's a very popular ongoing discussion online if nosebands are necessary for the horse and if they are or aren't horse friendly. I'm not going to um, push my own ideas and beliefs on you, but I just want to help you think about it a little bit further and help you think more than just if it is or it isn't a good idea to use one. Think about why you're using it, how you're using it, and what effect it has on the horse. And then you can make up your own mind if you think it's a good idea or not to use a noseband for your horse. Now in the last few years I've seen all types of cases. With horses gnashing, horses with an open mouth, being inconsistent or heavy to one side or heavy to the contact. Or they have a head that's tilting to one side, hollowing of the back, you know... There are so many things that you can see happening when people are riding. Now, when I visit horses, it's always a case of connecting the dots because it's not always from one direction. So it's not always noseband related or bit related or whatever. You know, it's not only about having the correct bit that the horse finds comfortable. It's also about good fitting tack. The saddle very important of course because it's connected to the mouth as well the girth it has to fit properly as well because otherwise it can hinder the horse it can be very uncomfortable it could um, make the it more difficult for the horse to breathe in a relaxed manner and then the bridle something that some people do tend to forget because it doesn't seem like it's something very important there's no rider sitting on it it's not hindering the movement or that's what most people believe anyway But you always have to keep the rider in consideration as well, because it's also about the rider's hands and the way they use them to communicate via the horse's mouth. And then, of course, the next link is about the connections in the body and through the body and any problems that the horse may have somewhere in any other area across the body, which means that you get a certain reaction in the contact as well. Now, these are only a few of the very, very many things that could need correcting or attention. It's not just adding a noseband or adding more pressure to a noseband that will fix everything. So to correct a horse's mouth or contact, you shouldn't try to stop an undesirable trait with the restriction. I mean, just by tightening the noseband or the flash strap, you may stop the movement of the mouth, but you're not going to make your contact any better at all. In fact... This would cause further discomfort to your horse and probably even more resistance. So not just because of the discomfort, but because it biomechanically will hinder the horse too. And please be careful. 
A quiet mouth is not a shut mouth. A quiet mouth means it's not tense, it's relaxed, it's accepting the bit, and it's just closed. Remember, no living mammal on earth goes around with its jaw closed and teeth stuck together. It must remain relaxed and untensed. For an optimum performance, you can't have it any other way. Therefore, my conclusion is very simple. The noseband is not a way of solving the problem. But the right noseband for your horse, or the wrong noseband for your horse, can make a very big difference. So a noseband that is too tight or restricting relaxation simply makes peak performance impossible. Any horse is winning with this gear, with this really tight noseband. Well, just imagine how amazing they would truly be with a well-fitted noseband. Now I'll give you some tidbits of information to explain why I'm so passionate about educating people on the use of a noseband. Now the first one, for example, when we did an equine dissection, you know, it's like an autopsy. There's a, excuse me, dead horse. And then we do tests on a dead horse, which means that any reaction you get isn't due to his character or because he's not willing to work or to do what you want him to. It's just a body laying there. So all the reflexes and reactions you get from this body isn't due to the horse itself, but just biomechanical. And in the tests, we saw that any pressure applied in the horse's mouth or to the jaw, which causes the hyoid bone at the base of the tongue to move up or back in the jaw, renders the hind legs restricted. Try to picture this. There's one person at the horse's head that's there to apply pressure to the mouth and the lower jaw. And there's a second person at the hind end to see and to feel the freedom of movement that the hind legs have. So first of all, they test the freedom of movement of the hind legs without pressure being applied to the mouth and the lower jaw to see how big the range is and how far, how far the hind leg can go underneath the tummy. And then in the second part of the test, they apply pressure to the mouth and then the second person tries again to see how big the movement of the hind leg is and it's restricted, meaning the movements are a lot smaller and a lot tighter and the back leg can't go as far underneath the belly as it could without the pressure in the mouth. Now I don't know about you but I find this kind of information mind-blowing. I mean seriously, if we can really influence how big the horse moves and how large the paces are just by changing how much pressure we're putting in the mouth? Well, I guess we can all make our horses totalless if we ride without bits. No, no, I'm just kidding. But it does make you think, I hope, because it is a fact. It is true what I'm saying. It's not fiction. Now, I haven't quite finished after dropping that bombshell. The lower jaw does more than just that. The job of the lower jaw is to act like a pendulum to give the horse correct balance and it allows the horse to have awareness of the limb placement. But it does need the TMJ of the jaw to be pain and pressure free to be able to do this as well. Now I'm not sure if you knew this little tidbit, but the jaw of the horse is also a reflection of the pelvis. If the lower jaw is stuck, the horse's pelvis will be too. You can see this quite obviously sometimes if horses start tilting the head to one side to allow the pelvis to move through the movement. Um, this can be seen more than often when someone is using a noseband that's been tightened far too much. I'm really curious to know now 
after hearing these three facts, how many of you had heard this before and how many of you had taken time to think about it a little bit further? Because sometimes we do know facts and we know certain things about a horse's body, but we don't stand still to really think about the big effects it has on the chain of movement of the horse. So I'm just talking about biomechanics now, not if we are or aren't being horse friendly. It's just, you know, easy like ABC. Which does bring me back to the first question that I had when I started this podcast. Is the desired outcome truly being achieved by the action of using the noseband you're using? In some cases, you'll just answer yes. It's possible, you know. I'm not against the use of nosebands, not at all. They can be very effective for some horses. I just want people to wake up and realise why they're using them, how they're using them, and what kind of effects they have on the horse. That's all. So in light of these facts, here's the positive side of having a well-fitted noseband that's suited for your horse. First of all, the horse's mouth will become a reflection of your contact. If it's accepting the rein aids and how much it understands the communication with the rider. So you can't hide your technical or riding issues anymore. The second good thing is the horse has nothing to resist against and there is no uncomfortable restriction which helps relaxation as well. The third one is a calm yet mobile mouth means they are light on the reins and relaxed through the neck, so you'll feel a more elastic contact with your horse. The fourth one is freedom of the jaw will allow freedom in the pelvis and the hind legs, which also means a bigger movement from behind. That's a fact, a biomechanical fact. And the last one, your horse has a 100% chance of giving you its best performance. Bet you're running out of excuses now to tighten your noseband a little bit more. One of the reasons I started with podcasts is because I wanted to pass on information about bridles, their use, and also what they're good for or what they're not good for. We really believe in using products that have been tested and proven to do what they say they do, and we don't really listen to clever marketing. I think it's about time we all stopped using items of gear just because that's what they're selling in the shops or because it's a nice fashionable accessory. Let's all really think about how we are trying to train our horses to understand us and give them the best chance of producing what we really want. Harmony. Now, we do understand you can't solve all issues by changing your tack. We're not stupid. The training and the health of the horse in body and mind are also the biggest part of this all. We do realise that. But you know, without the right tools and without the right use of your tools, you'll never be able to achieve the best that the horse can do either. Now let me finish off by answering the question that we started the podcast with. Is the desired outcome truly being achieved by the action of the noseband being used? Now I can say for my horse, yes it is. I have a horse with a very sensitive face, so he doesn't like a noseband that's squeezing his blood vessels or pinching his nerves at all. But at the same time, if I don't ride him with a noseband, he feels very insecure. He prefers to feel the support of a noseband around his face and around his nose because then he feels, you know, that we're there. It's like a hugging feeling around his head. It's not tightly fixed around his nose at all. So he can lower his jaw, he can chew on the bit, he has freedom of movement and it's nice and comfortable for him. But I do know he's a type of horse that prefers to be ridden with a noseband than without a noseband. Now you're probably wondering, 
How can she tell if he prefers a noseband, yes or no? Well, because I've just tried both. I have ridden him without a noseband, and then, just out of the blue, he's scared of everything, he starts getting frightened of things that normally he never looks at, just because he has the feeling that he's all alone on the world, and he's not being helped, not being supported, and if I ride him in a loose-fitting noseband that's comfortable for him, that's supporting his face, then he feels like he's on top of the world. He's just going around the school, doing his work, not looking at anything. Even if he's scared of something, he's still focused and doing the job that he needs to do. So in his case, he's better with a noseband and he likes a supporting hugging model of noseband. So you see, every horse is an individual. Ask yourself the same question and think about the answer that you're giving. I just really hope that I've helped you think about it a little bit more and understand now why you're using your noseband and how you're using it. Thank you for listening. We'll be back very soon with more fun facts for you to think about. Bye! Thank you for listening to Bridal and Ride on Air. I hope you enjoyed it. Follow our podcasts, write a little comment or share it for your friends. If you have any suggestions, just send us an email at info at bridalandride.com. My name's Caitlin and there's more to come soon. <laughs>